Good moed, Reboisai. No, you don't say ah on good moed. It's only good morning. How you guys doing? Shalom aleichem. Shalom aleichem. Lilu nishmas imi merosi rus bas Mordechai. Paras achoydes choydes shmuliyecht F two forty five in honor of David Zlatnik F two hundred. Akiva Salkowitz F ninety four. Shalom Rand F two hundred two. Shmuli Davidovich. B202, Davidowitz, Shmuley Davidowitz, B202, and the official eight minute Daf Yemi committee. Today's sponsor is Donnie Fine, who's sitting in the crowd right here. And Avi Factor, also sitting in the crowd. In honor of the yard side of Arik and David Friedlander's father, who's sixth yard side is tonight, tomorrow, Kalman bin David, aka Bear. Burr. A big shout out to Burr, very special person. Raboisai, Garchaparain. I don't know if this is photoshopped or what. In England, they don't really photoshop, but this is in England. Eight minute daf. The only way we'll know if it's real is if they send one to us. We need to get this. I need to get my hands on this ASAP. It is. Yeah. Whose car is that? It says, this is for you to ask the current members of MDY. I know there are a lot of people out there who are very happy learning the DAP, but think that signing up new people is not for you. I know exactly how you feel because I was uncomfortable too. However, the feeling of getting someone to join the DAP far outweighs any embarrassment you may think you'll have by asking. I walked into my barber today and as always, we ended up schmoozing about a variety of topics. He's a very nice Bahrainian Jew from Queens. Was always spiritual, but not really the learning type. I don't know why I thought of it, but I suddenly asked him if he ever thought of learning Gemara. He responded that his rabbi just mentioned it to him, and that he'll try. He should try the Dafyomi thing, and that since I was the second person to recommend it, he saw it as a sign from above that I had to do it and asked me to sign him up. Kids, you do anything to get a free Gemara, even sign up your barber. If I can sign up my barber to learn the daf, you can sign up anyone. Give it a shot. You have nothing to lose. And you even get tzchar for just trying. Hasloch People keep on saying it over and over. It's true. It's a pyramid scheme. The guy, you bring a guy to, to the daf, so you share in a tzchar. That guy later on likes the daf, and you bring somebody else, you share in the second guy. It's a pyramid scheme. It's a never-ending thing. And guess who's sitting on the bottom? Yeshua Aaron Price is sitting on the bottom. This is from Jay Nathanson. Question for Rebelli. When catching up, let's say I've missed Daf Dalad and Daf Yudimul. Which way is better to catch up? Doing Daf Dalad first and then Yudimul? Or go backwards? I'm sure I'm not the only one in this boat. The answer should help all of us who are behind catch up over Sukkot, Chag Sameach, Jay Nathanson. What does Dailam say? What do you say? The first, earlier first. Anybody? Very good. That wasn't the question, though. Well, anybody? You also say do the first one, Davdala first? I thought the first one first, but what? Whichever one is easier. I like that. You hear what he's saying? He's saying that if there's a new Mishnah, whatever is easier. If there's a new Mishnah. So I'm saying the same thing as you, basically. I wasn't thinking about the Mishnah. I was thinking that. 
whatever is fresh in your mind. Like if you go back to Davdalad, it's so long ago and it's so, it's almost annoying to learn. So maybe you won't have the chesh to do it. But if you only, like you missed two days ago, you're still kind of in the sugi. Maybe you should do that. If there's no difference, maybe you should go back. It all depends, really. If there's a Mishnah and it's Kishmak, it's a new beginning. Okay, fine. Lemayin Afkimina. Lemeke Chumemker. I don't know. Kedusha Yisha. What do you mean Lemayin Afkimina? Boisai. Today is Daf Chof Aleph. So first of all, it means that we are 20 Daf into the Mesechta. It also means that we are halfway through the Mesechta. And I'm just wondering if anybody's sukkahs this year was different than last year's. I know mine was the way I bought my little Vanessarig. I, I made the same mistake this year. I bought more expensive Estragon this year than I did in the past. I have a spear Estragon. But Darav, as I was trying to do, be makbed on Nachal, you know, the river thing. I was looking, looking, nobody, they don't have it. They don't have the Muncie thing. They're like, oh, I'll get it later. And then I forgot to get my Ravas. So I got a last minute at Rava. And it was basically, um, Shvach is not the word. It was like, it's starting to, to show signs of, of wilt. Well, wilting is the step before mine. Mine is already black. So I had a $400 Estrig and a 35 cent Arava. Like it didn't, it reminded me of other years. The same, same problem. In the time, but it's an Arava. Mine wasn't an Arava. I don't know what it was. It was, it was for sure not Mahadri. It wasn't Mahudr. That, that wasn't, it wasn't in the spirit. So I kept on hiding those Arava. I didn't want anybody to see. They go, look, beautiful. Yeah. 300 shekel Lulav. I'm literally a one shekel Arava. It's crazy. You spend all this money and all the other, and this min is like. Yeah, yeah, okay. We're getting, we're getting new ones today. Um, also, I'm saying in the davening, things were different because Yisrael Vazmanim that we just learned. The Eged, not Eged, that you put in the Kaishalog. I, I love this guy, this Sephardi guy had very, very thin, almost the size of a, a rubber band, you know, a small rubber band. So he took the, 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 he took the Lulav instead of having a big. Anyway, anyway to get attention? <laughs> not you. Oh, it's you. I thought it was Yeshua. You. It wasn't, it wasn't you just trying, okay, I get it, okay. Such a Balmidas. It's me, it's me. It's like uh, Lulinus and Papas. Okay, we killed the girl, it's us. Fine. Uh, but anyways, I, I just think uh, Yantav was very different this year because we learned the Masechta, we learned Sukkah now, and uh, I hope it was uh, better for everybody else as well. And Rabbi Yisai, here we go. We're a little bit behind. We're by Rav Huna. Omar Rav Huna. Oh, and by the way, couple of things I'll show you tomorrow. I got these two massive books. Every page was a letter from a different person in the shir. So hundreds of pages of uh, well wishes for Yontif. And I just got it there of Yontif. I just started reading it. Beautiful stuff. I'll show you the books tomorrow. Bezer Hashem. Uh, and all those who were behind it. I'm sure Yeshua drove people crazy. I don't know for a fact, but I could I could I could imagine. And Mark Ashkenazi and all those guys. And tomorrow... For those who are part of this year, because there's many people already trying to stick their kids in and bringing their brothers and the sisters. And I, I'm part of this year. I once listened to this year six years ago, but there's a free breakfast. They'll do anything for a free breakfast. Anything. Yeah, I was going to say anybody that was in this year from beginning of Beta, but you want to say a week. Let's see how it goes tomorrow. I'm, I'm scared we're not going to have room tomorrow. So that's why. Otherwise, listen, if there was... 
plenty of room available for the children. Bring your kid, any baya. But I don't want people that are traveling far from Yerushalayim, from Ephraim, from who knows where they're coming from, they'll come and they're not going to have a seat because somebody decides to bring his two kids, not, they don't listen to the dab. I don't think it's fair. So anyways, that's why I'm a, what? Yeah, one day for a year. Yeah. I was wondering why there's so many brand new people, Erev Yantif. And they told me, I found out later because they wanted to come for breakfast. No, it's not going to count. Okay, anyways. They already asked. Trust me, they already asked. No, he also asked. I'm serious, he asked. Says, um, oh, we need him at the door, you're saying. He asked if he could come for the breakfast. No, we need him at the door. Omar Avuna, let's go. He got it like 15 lines from the bottom of Chafam Bez. It says, Lashem, you can only do things that are mukhuyiv, you're mukhuyiv to bring, but a, a nether, a dava, bring it after Yantav. You can't bring it on Yantav. Don't tell me it's a Dirabbanan kind of thing, but Midirais, you're really a ladder, Shecht, on a on Yantav. And the Gzair would be, Shemayasha. We want you to do it beforehand because if you push it off the Yantav, you might come, you might forget completely. I'll prove it to you that even with the rice, you shouldn't do this. The two breads that we bring on Shavuos, you have to have them on Shavuos itself. Now, obviously, there's no Shemayasha on Shavuos because... You're bringing it on Shavuos. It's made to bring on Shavuos. Nevertheless, you have to do it beforehand. So you see that even something that you don't have the Xer of Shem Yasha, you cannot do it on Yantav itself. You have to do it beforehand. So it's a Deiraisa thing. It's not a Deiraisa. If you hold that you cannot bring a Nadava on Yantav. You can't be a nice guy. You can't say, oh, I want to bring an Ayla today. I want to bring a, a shlamim today. And even the Manama says you cannot bring it, and he brings it anyways. That guy, that guy, says in the Torah, says in the Gemara, you shouldn't do it. He, he tests it out. I'll bring it anyways. What's the Allah if he did do it? Did he just throw out the animal, he toss it out. So there's a machlaikis here. Rava says that you could do Zerikas Adam, you take the blood and you sprinkle it on the Mizbech. And by sprinkling the blood on the Mizbech, that allows you to eat the carbon. Whatever is available. Part of it goes on the Mizbech, a small part, the Imurim. And then the rest, the steaks, the good stuff you get to eat. So Rav is of the opinion that if as long as I'm able to eat, why throw out, it's Baltashas, why throw it out? Sprinkle the blood. There's no big iser to sprinkle blood. At most, it's a shvus. What's the big deal? To sprinkle blood on the Mizbech. No, you don't need meat available. You don't need anything available. All you need is the ability to put the emurim on the mizbeach. Okay, my benai. So then what is the difference between the two sheets? Where, where does it become an afkemina? Let's say there's no steaks available. Nothing's available. It got lost. It became tame for whatever reason. Now, according to Rava, you're sprinkling the blood in order to allow you to eat. Not to allow the Mizbeh to eat, to allow you to eat. And there's nothing available. 
But according to Rabbi Ravuna, you would sprinkle the blood because there's still the Imurim available. L'Rav Aloy Zarek, L'Rav Ravuna Zarek, Meisvek. Kifsei, Kifsei Atzeres, Sheshachtan Shleilishman, right? Together with the breads that we just mentioned a minute ago, the breads on Shavuos, there's also the sheep that you bring. You shechted it, Shleilishma. What does it mean, Shleilishma? So in, when it comes to Karbana, Shleilishma means you're thinking another carbon, not like learning Torah Shalei You're not thinking about the Rebbeinu Shalei. It means instead of bringing Kifsi Atzeres, you think to yourself, oh, this is an Ayla. Shalaychem. It's great to see you. He's part of the share. He can come tomorrow. He's been forever. Don't be chayshed and they just came for breakfast. Kramer's an old timer. Seriously, he's there for three years. So, he brought a sheep on Shavuos and had in mind Chveis Shlamim, Ayla, anything but Shavuos, Shloy Lashma. He shechted it before Shavuos, which for sure is no good. After Shavuos. You sprinkle the blood and you eat the meat. Right? Because that's the first Mishnah in Chulin. When you do Shloy Lashma, there's only two Karbanas that don't count, one of them is Karb Pesach, but typically, a carbon does count. You don't throw it into the garbage. It doesn't count for what you wanted it, but it counts. So you're not going to, you're going to, you shove it for shlamim. Remains shlamim. You don't throw it into the garbage. This is the point. This is what we want right now. We're looking for this right here. What happens on Shabbos? You shouldn't do Zerikas Adam. The carbon is a good carbon. Top of Chof Aleph, Amen Aleph. And why is it a good carbon? Amen Aleph. In order so that you could bring the imurim at night. Vimzorak, the evit in, lechatchila loy. It's only a the evit, not a lechatchila. Now, bishlemele rava nicha. According to rava, it's only the evit. El leraba baravuna kashio. Why shouldn't he throw the blood lechatchila? Let him throw the blood so that he could bring the imurim. According to rava, he can't eat it. You can't eat this carbon. It's Shabbos. What are you going to do? You can't cook. A, you can't cook the meat. So there's no eating. If there's no eating, there's no zrikas adam. So then, why are you throwing the blood? Oh, it's a b'diavad. You threw it. So after the fact, okay, we'll let you put the emurim on the mizbech. But according to Rabbi Rav Huna, that the the only thing that we care about is could you put the emurim on the mizbech? The answer is yes. And Moses Shabbos. So let him throw the blood right away. Says the Gemara Kashi. It's a great Kashi. And then the Gemara says, Vibay Seima, maybe it's not such a great cash after we think about it. Shani, Shavuos, Shabbos, Mishvos, Yantav. Don't compare Shabbos, which is much more Chamor, and, and the Shavuos, the Isidur Rabbanon, would be more Chamor than the Isidur Rabbanon on Yantav. Interesting story. So Rav Avi Sava asked Rav Huna on Yantav a question. What if there's a partnership? Now we learned that you shouldn't be making food for a guy, according to one shita. You can make for yourself, but you shouldn't make for the guy. So what if you have a partnership? You're allowed to. What's the difference between the Dharma and the Davos? So, 
if you have, you could do it a different time. Why can't you just, just do it then? Why, why are you allowed to shecht an animal that's owned by half of a guy? Look, there's a bird. Bird. What does that mean? It means I want to change topics. I don't know. Uh, not now. Look at the bird. You always tell me what a great guy is. Why, why, why are you ignoring him? What can I do? Today, since it's Yantav and I just gave a big drasha, you hear this? After you give a drasha, after you give a shear, you need food. Give me food, give me apples, give me bread. I don't have koyach, I don't know what's flying. I need to think about it. The time am I? So the Gemara says, at the end of the day, great. He didn't know, but what's the reason? So the Gemara's question was, at the end of the day, another nedava. The the Jew, whoever brings it, is going to eat it and benefit from it. So you give half. Let's say half of it goes to Hashem. Great. You can do that before. You can do it after. But the half that you're going to eat, why can't you benefit right now? And you cannot bring an, a nether on Yontif, even though you're going to benefit from it. So why is it that a, when a guy is a partner, you're going to have gishmaka steaks from it, you're going to have simchas yontif, ein simcha elav and it's all great, but since, and, and the guy the is a partner, you're allowed to. Why are you allowed to? And when you bring a nether, you bring shlam, and you're also going to have steaks. What's the difference, the steaks of a nether, which you're not allowed to bring on Yontif, and the steaks that there's a partnership of a guy. Is Hashem worse uh, than, than the guy? If it's Hashem is the partner, you can't bring it. If the guy is the partner, you could. Why? Says the Gemara. I'll tell you why. At the end of the day, let's think about it. Are you allowed to shecht an animal if you only want one steak? The rest of the animal is going to go into the refrigerator. You want one steak. You allowed to the animal? Anybody? Yes. yes. So just because the guy owns 50% of the animal, why is that a problem? I need my one steak, which is 50%, at least less than 50% of the animal, so I should be able to shecht it. That's what the Gemara says. So now we just have to understand why nether is different. Says the Gemara, I'll tell you why. I need to get to my steak. I need a shecht. Another is much different. I'm shechting it for Hashem. It happens to be that the leftover, the kain, the zoicha. I'm not shechting it for the kain and the rest I'm giving to Hashem. I'm shechting it. So we have to understand what is what's the point of the shechita. If the point is for the Jew, and the side effect is that there's a guy that's fifty percent, that's fine. But if the point is Hashem, and it's only a nether, do it after Yantif. And the Kayahanim, they get their, their stakes or whatever they're getting is, is a side benefit that they get after I do it for Hashem. That's a, so that's, that doesn't count. Omar of Chizda. Behema, Chetzishal Nachri, Chetzishal Yisrael, Mutal Shachta Biyantav. Okay, like Ravuna said, you're allowed to. The Yavshal Kazai is possible, Shchita. In order for you to get your meat, you have to do Shchita. Says Chiddush. Now let me ask you a question. Based on this, if we stop right here. What if a guy owns an animal straight out, 100%? And he tells you, you could check the animal on Yantif. If it's kosher, 
You get to eat it. Not, I don't know what happens. Are you allowed to do that on Yantif? The guy owns it 100%. Over here, the Gemara is asking a question. What if the Jew owns 50% and the guy owns 50%? The Gemara says it's mutter. And what if the guy owns 100%? Is that included in this question? Not included in the question? You're the Shailah. So you're saying it's okay. It shouldn't be any different than if a Jew owns it. But it seems like over here, only because the Jew owns a little bit of it, then he's allowed. I hear. Knew anybody else? I'm just saying, based on what the Gemara says over here, maybe it sounds like the, the Gemara is saying that it's because the Jew owns 50% that we had a kasha. In other words, if it wasn't 50%, it doesn't say, Behema uh, shall goy, and he shafted it. The Gemara says, Behema chetzesh. Yeah, what are you saying? And you're saying over here the shkita is 100 for the Jew. It doesn't matter who it is. Okay, Lamaisa, Everybody here is saying like the night of Yehuda, but there was a, a rav, the a very chash of a rav in Europe who found out that that's what they were doing in Europe, and uh, he passed in Yenalad. And there's a whole nidoy because he was medayv from the Gemara. Oh, this is 50-50. Noy Yehuda didn't like it at all, and it seems like that a lot of the achroinim were mechulak on him. Okay, just thought it was an interesting shail. Omer Av Chizda. I have to admit that I, I thought the Rav was right when I first read it. But then after I saw the Noid Yudah, and, and he's saying basically what you guys are saying, so you guys are much smarter. And um, I wasn't mechavin to it, unfortunately. Says Gemara, but Esau, chetzeh shal nachri v'chetzeh shal Yisrael, also l'afaisa b'yantav. But if you make dough that's owned 50% by a guy, that you cannot bake all of it. You could, you, could, you could separate it, you could divide it. You could give the guy his portion and you take your, you don't have a right to bake all of the dough. Lisha, why, why are you allowed to do Lisha together? Why is it any different then? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It says, build Lisha. It doesn't say what he did beforehand. Says, At the point of Lisha, you gotta, from that point on, you have to already separate it. Okay. What about, let's say a guy has two animals partnership with a guy is it like dough i could say the jew should not give one to the guy you take for yourself no animals are different because each animal is its own type of animal each animal is different one is a fatter animal is a skinnier animal but dough you could you could tell the guy you must separate give 50 percent to the guy you take the 50 percent says there's, a, there's something called Isas Klavim. It's a, it's a weird type of dough. It's a dough that basically dogs eat. It's not very edible. It's not so gishmak. So, but at the end of the day, if you want to push yourself, the, the shepherd, when he, you know, he's out there, who knows where, he'll eat from it. So Isas Klavim, the Gemara says, it's 100% dough for everything. It's a richas lashon here, but it means it's 100% dough. A, you you do an Erev with it. And if you have, here's a mavo, I just grabbed a picture, it's not very accurate. But let's say, that, pretend this mavo was closed off to one street. This is the alleyway between the houses or the houses. And if these people want to use this mavo, this alleyway, not in this case, okay? Just pretend there's no road over here. It's, it's a mavo sasum. 
not mafolish like this. Then they would have to make an Erov together. It's called a Shituf, but it's an Erov. Okay? They put it together in one house, and all the houses become partners in this, in this um, Mava. You can make Hamaytzi. You can do Zimun. You can bake it on Yantip. And if you want to be Yaitza with Matzah, you can make a Matzah out of it. Kitzer, it's bread, like any other bread. At the end of the day, part of it will go to the dog, part of it will go to the shepherd. Let them divide it. Shani says, Since I could give the dog dog food. You see, people had dogs then. It's the guy that was hating me for, for owning a dog, which I'm not pro. I don't advise anybody. And again, I came into Amatsev. I have a little tiny dog. But David Melch had dogs. And over the Gemara is talking about people, what? No, no, when he was a king, he had dogs. When he was Nifter, he had dogs. Not when he was a shepherd. When he shepherd, I don't know what he had. But the Gemara says when he was Nifter, the dogs wanted to eat him, and Shlomo Melch didn't know what to do, but he had dogs. But anyway, <clears throat> what do you do? It's your dog. As the Gemara says, it's your dog. The Gemara is going to say at the end, you have to feed him. You could give the dog dog food, give him uh, meat. And if you give him meat, what's going to happen? You're going to have extra bread and you could eat it. So Amela, the bread is really for you. It's all for you. Says the Gemara, so that's what do we call that halacha? Since you could give him meat, so that's the concept of hoyl. Now, by the way, interesting that the, the Ran says over here that this idea of I'll say it in a second. I hope to remember. But I'll say it now. I'm going to forget. Is a heter. You're allowed to eat all of the bread because I could be Mephais bin Avela. But what we're going to say in a second, Hoyle, about guests, and this is very important. Sometimes people forget this idea of Hoyle when it comes to guests on Yantiv is not a heter. It just takes away the Isser. It's not a good thing to do. Whereas Lephaisam bin Avela, that I'm making my, my, my shepherd, or the Isas Klavim bread. Isas Klavim is a heter. You're, you're allowed, to, you're allowed to, to, to make the whole bread as is. It's not like a Bediyevit kind of thing. Okay, now let's see what this hoyl is. The famous hoyl. Rav Chizda doesn't subscribe to hoyl. If you bake on Yontif for a weekday, Rav Chizda, you get Malkus. Now, Rashi points out here that we're talking, and he keeps on saying it, that we're talking about that he's done eating. There's a big nafkamina if he's hungry or not hungry. Says Rashi, he's done eating. If he's done eating and he bakes now, now it's a big problem. The only way he could get out of the problem is saying, maybe guests are going to show up. But what if he's very hungry? That's a different story. That's a different halacha. I'm hungry, so instead of making one bread for myself, I'll make three breads. That's different than hayo. That's just a matting. Says the Gemara. What's the machloik is? Why do you get Malkus? Says we don't say hoyl. 
just in case guests are going to come, you're going to need this bread, and therefore now, even if guests don't come, I'm allowed to bake. So you don't say hoyl. I'm reading hoyl. So this thing with the dogs, maybe if the dog's hungry, I'll give him, I'll give him dog food, and then I'll eat the whole bread. Says this is not a hoyl. Maybe a guest is going to show up. Maybe I'm going to find a dead carcass and I'm going to throw it to my dog. No, I have it available. It's ready to go. I'm actually going to feed my dog Okay, so it's a little different. People in the city that the king said, you must take, here's the ingredients, go ahead and make food for the soldiers. Be the, our chefs, force, forced labor. Can they bake it on Yantav? Very interesting Shiloh. This is a Shiloh basically, can I bake for a guy? And what's the Shiloh? If you could take a little miser for yourself to give to your child, and the soldiers see it and they don't really care, it's understood, hey, at the end of the day, yes, it's forced labor, but you're going to work so hard, you're going to take a bread or two for yourself. Each and every bread is available for your child. And if not, it's Osir. So according to Tysus, by the way, so first of all, let's see Rashi. Rashi says, Kolchada v'chada, upolig ravuna the Rav Chizda, do'amar chesish al-nachri v'chesish al-Yisrael asr la'afaisa. Now what happened to Rav Chizda? Rav Chizda said, if you have half and half, the dough is half for the guy and half for the Jew, you cannot bake it at all, you, you have to divide it, give the guy his portion and take yours. What happened there? I'm making 10,000 loaves of bread for the, for the whole army and I'm getting one bread for me. That's not a fear chaluka. And yet I'm still allowed to bake all 10,000. Does that, does that go? With Rav Chizda? Rav Chizda says, 50 breads for me, 50 breads for the guy. No, you can't do it. You gotta separate before by the dough part, by the lisha. You take your dough, I take my dough. I'm gonna bake 25 breads for me, and that's it. You take your 25 breads. Over here, the Gemara is saying, a hundred breads go to the soldiers, but one bread goes to me. That's okay. So Rashi holds. They argue, but Tysus says very interesting. Tysus says, since each and every bread could be mine. Sorry, Tyson says, since at the end of the day, the only way I get one bread is if I bake all hundred. If I bake one bread for the army, you can never take one bread. The only way they're giving you the one bread is because you're baking a hundred. Let's say, okay, you know what, you bake a hundred for the army, it will give you one. So that one becomes yours only by baking a hundred. So then that's the only way to do it, and Memelit is yours. Azizok Tyson's. Five. It's interesting as far, no? I'm going to drink out of the sukkah now. I don't want to, but it's better for the shir. Baruch atah adi nuri dhamil khilom. Shakar niyabit v'gay. Wow.
says Gary. Gary screamed out from the booth that the Eilim shouldn't have said Amen. It was a terrible thing. Just because he probably eats, who knows what he's drinking right now. Very nice, very nice, Gary. It's probably very hot up there too, no? What's the temperature up there, kids? It's hot? No, okay. Says the Gemara. So anyways, his hetter is, if they allow you to take a bread, then you can bake it on Yontav. If not, you have to do it before or after. Vatanya. Says Gemara, I have a question. Now Rashi jumps in right away. Don't think that Shimon was a Timani. He's from Timna. And Timna is an Eretz Yisrael. It's like, I believe it's somewhere like where Gaza is today. Right? Don't be chayshed. He didn't come to, to, to the Beis HaMezrish last time. What's wrong with you? We had the soldiers come. They wanted to, to kidnap everybody. You know, take everything. We, we shechted a, a veal. First of all, you see a very interesting thing here. The bad guys come, they want to take everything, but if you give them a little food, you schmooze them up, you have a little meal, it works. Huh? A breakfast. Tomorrow. We missed it by a little bit. The Balashis is coming to my house tomorrow. Somebody came over to me tonight, and he was very upset. He's like, well, you're going to do all five of them in your house? Why don't you let, like, let other people do it? I'm like, no. How about you? You have a pretty big sukkah. No, 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 not me, not me. I mean, I, but the whole idea is that everybody should be involved. Like, yeah, that worked three years ago when we were 40 people. Now we're a little bit bigger. So, Lemaisa, you do what, if you have a better idea, let me know. I told him about Bentinovac doing all the food himself. If somebody wants to do that, make all the food and bring to my sukkah. Everything. A to Z, Benzi. Plus grapes from Bentinovac. That he brought to my house, which we saved most of them for the seum, uh, for the shir tomorrow. But anyways, if, either, if somebody has a better idea, if there's a big, large sukkah in the neighborhood and they want to do it there, we'll bring all the stuff. I have no problem. I, th- I think my wife will really appreciate it. Actually, I wasn't trying to take away from that. I just the sukkahs that we did, we did a mendi Oyerbach sukkah uh, three years ago. It, it couldn't fit 25 people that sukkah, right? Uh, corn blue sukkah, 30 people on the It was beautiful. It was very, very nice. It's very geschmack to go from sukkah to sukkah hopping. I, I just don't see how physically it could work. But everybody has tainus. How are you hopping it away from us? So do it. No, no, I'm yeah, kidding. In Zavitan, yeah, I saw that sukkah. <laughs> I lived there in the exact apartment as him. I know how big that sukkah is. I don't think three people fit in that sukkah. How many people? Your mishpacha fits in there? The women are in the kitchen. What? <laughs> I didn't think so. All right. listen to this What happened? You try to save money here. You try to save everybody's money. You didn't save anything. You blew it. Why? You were over Isser. That Isser, you should have been not been over in Isser. Let them take all your money. Unbelievable. Unreal. Everybody would have lost a lot of money. 
But you had no right to shech straight out an animal for a guy. It's not for you, it's for them. Who said you're allowed to do that on Yantif? Shari Amr Torah, Lachem, I don't have it here, but as I stated, we had it before. Lachem, the whole pasuk is that you're allowed to do Oichel Nevesh Lachem for you and not for the guy. He could eat from it. What do you mean? Before he gives the whole thing to the guy, he'll take a piece from it and that's okay. We know that it was, they didn't stop give, they weren't that large. They had a tray of animal laying around. They knew it's dying. They saw in the x-ray that it had a big hole in the heart or whatever. And it's gonna, it's going. So let's just stoop it on the goyim. The soldiers let's pretend they were shechting an eagle tilta, the third born. They made it a whole maisa and they gave it. But the maisa was a trefa. Huh? Mephais them betrefa. Very good. He's Mephais them benevela. I like it, Morty. Shkoyach. Says the Gemara, Vochazi leklavim. But still, you're shechting it, and it's mutter if you have a dog. Some people have dogs. You saw that, that new guy? He got so mad at me. I, I, I think I saw in his face, like he was 10. I said, like, which Meshuggan would have a dog? I was saying a dog. I was saying about me. But he has, like, two dogs. And he's like, it's this shear. Somebody told me to come to this new shear. This, this guy is crazy. And they're like, that, I, no, no, I have a dog. Sorry, sorry. I didn't have. Okay, anyway. If anybody sees that uh, Magachir walking down the street, there's a guy, long beard, down hat, a frack, walking with a dog. I never had a chance to get a picture on Shabbos and I see him all the time. Maybe he only comes out on Shabbos and you can't take pictures of him. <laughs> if anybody sees... Who? Which seltzer? Oh, that's the guy, but with the hat and jacket, the whole thing. That, oh, yeah, yeah, I need a picture of that. It's Mordechai Seltzer's father? Unbelievable. Only in Bechemesh. Only in Bechemesh. Do you see a guy walking with a goat and a beard? The goat has a beard. You know who? Berman. When I moved to this neighborhood, he used to walk around the goat. I go, what's going on here? He goes, my, my kids really want a dog. I'm not going to buy a dog. You can't buy a dog. I bought a goat. He says a goat walking. He's walking with a leash down the block. He doesn't have it anymore. Only in Bechemesh. Bechemesh. Oh, nefesh. You believe this? An animal also has a nefesh. And the Torah says you could cook for a nefesh. How do I know a behemoth has a nefesh? Oh, animal has a nefesh. It can only be for you. So the Gemara Darshins, and this is the man that we're looking for. Okay, so he holds that you cannot cook. You ask me. But maybe he's, why was he so upset at him that he said, you should have let, lost all your money. Lose all your money. And by the way, the, the, this is a sugya of how much money they have to spend on mitzvah or not. Uh, the, I say, uh, the, the kids are okay, fine. But because uh, I was thinking about it, the Sregan, like the ripoff of Sregan thing this year, because I darshan so much, you have to get more than more. So I, I overspent a little bit, I think. But you're supposed to be a choymesh, the whole thing. They talk about it in this sugi. So you're asking me, Nachmal, you're saying, but maybe, why is, why is he so upset? Maybe he had a dog, and he shechted this treif. Okay, I understand it's a treif, fine. The story happened with the treif eagle, and he's trying to be in with the treifa. 
But you're allowed to if you have a dog. No, Rabbi Yisakli holds you're not allowed to cook for your dog. You're not allowed to shech for your dog in Yantav. However, Rabbi Kiva, I feel nefesh behemba mashma. And you're allowed to cook. You're allowed to, what happened to my thing? Oh. You're allowed to shech for a behemba. I feel nefesh behemba mashma. Okay, matam alayim lechem. What does the Pasuk mean? Lechem alayim lechem alayim lechem. It's better to, to, to shech for a dog than for a guy. It sounds scary. What's the, what's the logic? Because you have to feed them. Since you, you own a dog in Bet Shemesh, and you're to feed it, so you're allowed to shech. But, but there's no, you have no Indian of giving a meal to a guy. Now we're going to see it's very interesting. Those days it was different. In those days, they had Goyim as guests back and forth. It was, was there, I understand that even today, like in South Africa, who's from South Africa? Is it true that if you like hire a gardener, let's say, to do your, your garden, you bring him in for, for food? Sheker. Sheker. He's got the loaf of bread and he eats that who gives him the Who gives him the loaf of bread? Oh, but you do have to give him a loaf of bread. Ah, okay, so it's not such a Sheker. He doesn't come in. But you, you provide him food. Yeah. Not like over here, the gardener comes and goes. Yeah, you give him a stick of food. So there is such an Indian. I'm saying, no, things are different. You see that things are different in different cultures. Oh, yeah. Sponsored by the White Hill Group. For all those who need to do him in Yeshua, please join us at the hill and that amen.com. Sponsored by Natan. Kushnud, yeah, I keep on, how do you pronounce his name? What? By 30, yeah, that's what happened, it happens. For Schos, for my children, I recall Ben Dvara, and you saw Yaakov Ben Dvara, this should be, both do well in our Yisrael, have a cheshik for Torah, I love this Lashen. Cheshik for Torah, mitzvahs in Yerush Says the Gemara, Omele Yabai Lerav Yosef, Lerav Yosef, Lerav Yosef, Lerav You're not allowed to shecht for a dog. I was looking for the picture. Unfortunately, I couldn't find it. In Erevin, we learned, in those days, they would take the pit of the date and feed it to the dogs, to feed it to their animals, and they would use it as firewood also. But we had an Erevin, like, it was a picture. I remember exactly what it looked like. It was a whole city made out of these houses. This is from uh, the uh, Kola Hashem book. And they had like this pit that went straight through the, the, the city. And everybody tossed their pits in there. It was full of pits. There's a whole sugi of pits. Remember that? Just wanted to show that. It was, fun. It was a very interesting thing. So, So, at the end of the day, it's mukta. It's not mukta because... You're allowed to give it to your animal. It's not mukta. We had a whole shayla. Is a, is a dog mukta? L'chayr, a dog is mukta. Those of us who own dogs are very upset. There's a few people in the room that have dogs. It's mukta. I don't, ha- I don't know of a heter to pick up a dog on Shabbos. Although, if you ask my wife and kids, they found a heter somewhere. I don't know where. But they're not so makbid. The dog needs you. The dog needs your love. The dog needs your attention. Whatever. I, I have no idea. I don't know, somebody just said, oh, so I just want to tell you, Maisa, I, 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 had, I had an electrician doing work in my house, and I went to learn 
I was in the base marriage, I come back and the electrician is gone. So I asked my wife what happened. She says, I threw him out of the house. Because he said he did something to the dog, he yelled at the dog. The dog was barking and yelling, get out. I said, You realize that that just we we're not gonna have electric for Yantav. I don't care. You don't talk like that to my dog. So I'm sitting there an hour before Yantav doing this and that and putting and she's like, what, what? You should have had this ready before. I'm like, no, you threw the electrician. <laughs> oh, here you go again with the electrician. Like, no, everybody. Anyways, if anybody comes to my house and makes fun of the dog, they're going to get thrown out. You don't make fun of the animal. You push it down. You know, you know, the guy goes, uh, yeah, if you own a dog like that, I'm not into it. How about somebody should come and check it by mistake and feed it as an available? I'm joking. I'm joking. You know, I'm not so into it. Fine. The dog's not going to be there tomorrow for the breakfast. It's mamish, it's sad, it's sad. So if this pit is dry, I understand that it's, that it's, uh, you, can, you can use it for firewood. But what if it's, it's wet? Okay, so this is something, there's a massive fire, so even a, a, a a, um, a moist one will become dry through the, 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 the major heat. Okay, but you still didn't answer Shabbos. But Shabbos says the Gemara amazing. You're allowed to, if it's on a piece of bread somehow, you ate the date, you put the pit on a piece of bread. So now you're carrying the bread and you're metatal, dover, mutter, and also, and it's okay. This is a big chiddush, Rabbi Isaac. Because we're very used to, we, we regard bread at a very high, if a piece falls on the floor, we pick it up. You can't mistreat bread, right? We have the Gemara, you become poor if you, you nevertheless, you, you, we're not concerned of busy eichlin. You're allowed to take a piece of bread and have some dirty dates on it and then feed it to your dog like that. Toss it to the dog. Now, provided that you don't ruin the bread. Because if you're going to put gooey gefilte fish on the bread and you won't be able to eat the bread afterwards, you're not allowed to. You, whatever, something that has some sauce, whatever, that you're not allowed. A pit, no. You'll toss it and then you'll eat the bread. That's okay. Oh, this is what I'm saying. This is very interesting. We never had this thing come up by us. I'm sure people, if you have like a cleaning lady or something, it, it might come up or a doctor. I don't know what. But think about it. Inviting a non-Jew to the Shabbos meal. It's very rare by us in, in these circles. I'm sure in certain places it's... it's, uh, it's but in those days, I think it was very normal. To, if a guy was a messenger, you say, oh, come in, like in the Arab nations. Come in, have a meal, sit down. Like you were saying, you give him a loaf of bread, get out of here. In other places, come in here, whatever. It, there's different minhagim. I'm just saying, it seems like it was a thing then. Hey, come in, the Shabbos guy, you turned on your, your lights. Okay, now sit down and have a little suda with us. And by the way, that would be Mamish Mari. Like, you could turn on the lights, you could turn on the air conditioner, everything if he's eating there. But Yantav is different. Do not invite the guy. Since you're allowed to cook on Yantav, so we're worried that you might add more for him. And it says, so he's going to take his bread, dip it into the wine. But kids are the wine that's left over is a problem of Yain Esach. And think about it. 
If you have yayin on your table, you can't bring it to the, to the sink to wash. It's mukta. Why is it mukta? Ours is also pretty gross. The leftover wine that's on the bottom after you dip your bread and do all what you need to do with it, it's disgusting. Our cups we can feed to the chickens. What's the difference? It's the same wine, same bread. Don't forget, their wine is mukta because of the Ainesach of it. Says the Gemara of the Talinu Agav Kaso, but why can't you carry it, move it, the mukta, based on the cup? The cup is not mukta, and there's a little mukta in it. That's okay. So, here's a kanuna. This is some device that holds coals of wood. There's chips of wood here. Now, I just threw this on top. This is ashes that came from a cigarette or not. I don't know. But here's, here's what we have here. We have, two, we have three items here. We have a kanuna, this metal device, if that's what it is, just for illustration purposes. I don't know if this is exactly it, but this is something that holds firewood. And you have the wood, which is mukta. Can't do anything with the wood now. And you have the ashes which you designated to cover up soya, spittle, whatever it is. So this is not mukta, this is mukta. So since I'm allowed to carry this whole device, so maybe I'm allowed to carry a cup that has Yainesach in it. Now, Taisis says, and it bothered me, and Baruch Hashem Taisis talks about it. <clears throat> What's the connection here? <clears throat> Over here, there's something that's mutter. You have the ashes that are mutter. So, Mela, you could carry this because it's something that's mutter. But by the cup, you have something that's usher in the cup. It would be similar to if you're carrying this with just the wood. Right? You have a case here that this cup, giant cup, has two items, and that's Dover Osir and Mutter, and you let it carry because it has a Dover Mutter. But let's say you only had a Dover Osir, it would be awesome to carry this. So then a cup that only has a Dover Osir should be awesome. Why is the Gemara comparing it? So Tyson explains very nicely that this device is Mukta. This is not a cup. This is a device that Klishim Malachdul Isr is designed to hold wood. So it's actually two Isurim that you're allowed to move because of a little bit of ashes on top that is mutter. So then it is similar to our situation where you have the cup that's mutter and the wine that's asr. It's asr and mutter and one be, you, you, can, you can move the asr agav the mutter. Says the Gemara. Hasam Over there, the reason why you're allowed to move it is because there's no iser. There's no. It's not avodah zara. Over the chashash avodah zara. Yainesach. Therefore, it's also to move. So I don't know. I just figured it'll be cool. This is uh, some sort of porta potty, and there's a. It came. It came with a nice chunk in there, but I took it out. No, there's nothing there. It's. You should just know that somebody once used this for certain services. And therefore, it's gross and disgusting. And even though it's like the worst muktzah you could even imagine, it's muktzah machas but 
you're allowed to move it on. You're allowed to move this on Shabbos away from your table, away from whatever, because it's so disgusting. It's like a dead mouse. Is there anything more muksa than a dead mouse? No, it's the worst of the worst. But because it's so disgusting, you got to get it out of there, so we allow it. Says the Gemara. So, so your guest, the non-Jew guest, came and drank wine there, and now it's on your table. It's a graf charade. I can't leave it on my table, a dirty dish on my table for the whole Shabbos. I'm allowed to get it out of there. What is it so bad? No, this is rust. Lauren, this is rust. You miss, you don't see it. Here, show him the picture. What do you think? It's, a, it's, it's the real thing. It's rust on the bottom. Okay. It makes it better? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but at the end of the day, you can't invite the non-Jew so that he should drink by you and leave you a graf on the table. You can't have a, a guy come and take a mouse and shut it on your table and say, okay, now I'm allowed to move it away. If it happens, it happens. That's why he says, don't, don't invite him. Rava was walking, a metal with him. They were taking a shvatzir from our Shmuel. And he was darshaning. You could... You could invite the non-Jew for a meal for Shabbos. But on Yontav it's more of a problem. So You see, it was a thing. It was mamish a thing. Now, by the way, they say straight out that if it's a guy that you're not concerned about, like, like a cleaning lady, whatever, that you're not going to be worried about. If it's something, somebody chashev that you might cook for, that's the concern here in the Gemara. But there's those that the gardener, you're not going to, oh, I'm going to have to make a, a new meal for this guy. If I have extra, I have extra. So it says over here, By the way, I'm warning you, it's yontav for us. I'm not going to be able to cook you food. If you're happy with whatever we have, great. But if not, just understand, we're not going to be able to do anything for you. Brand new Mishnah, the official Mishnah sponsored by Fischl. You're allowed to cook food on Yantif, but you cannot heat up water on Yantif for your feet. Now, Basil say, you have to be medayik here, Rabbi Yisai. What do Basil say you're allowed to do? You're allowed to heat up water for your feet. What about for your whole body? No, they don't allow that. They only allow liraglov. Oisa adam. Now there's a new halacha. Maybe not even connected to the Mishnah that Gemara thought for a second. Oisa adam edura umischamim kenegda. Who's talking here? Basil of Ishamai. You're allowed to make a giant bonfire and to eat you up. Says Gemara, who said it? Is it even according to Bishamai? There's a difference between heating up for one limb versus benefiting your entire body. What's the difference? Rash says a beautiful thing here. We're going to talk about it tomorrow. To, to relations and stuff like that. If it's anos called gufoy, so then it's similar to Eichel Nefesh. Your entire body benefits from it. So perhaps, even Beishamah agree, then I'm allowed to make a bonfire. Maybe it's only according to Beisil. Yes, I have a first surprise that says it's only Beisil. You cannot make a bonfire. 
Says the official Mishnah, sponsored by official. The Rufur Shleim of Rav Yosef ben Chano. Shloisha Dvarim, Rav Gamliel, Machmer Kedivri Bishamai. So I found this chart, Baruch Hashem. I searched, I couldn't find some of the charts tonight, but this one I did find. Made this for, I think I made this. No, maybe I did. I don't remember. Anyway, it doesn't look like I made it. Oh, I think uh, Ruvin Chain made it. Anyway, here's Hila Zakin. Okay? And this is Ben Achar Ben. Reb Shimon was a son. Reb Gamila Zakin. Reb Shimon Gamliel. Reb Gamliel. Reb Shimon Gamliel. Reb Nasi. All the way to Reb Nasi. Ben Achar Ben Achar Ben Achar Ben. The point is, that look at what it says in the Mishnah. Rabban Gamliel, who was a descendant of who? Of Hillel. So when Gamliel was a descendant, he should go with his family heritage. They had a minig in the mishpacha. But all of a sudden, now we understand the mission much better, no? Now it makes sense what is, what's going on here. When it came to these three things, he was machmer like bishamai. That You cannot go from yontif to Shabbos bearing your hot water, whatever it is. You know, also I, I couldn't find that picture. It had the beautiful blanket covering the urn. That's Hatmana. We're going to see in the Gemara what it means. Picking up the broken pieces of a candelabra. The Gemara thought in the beginning think it just it tipped over. Put, put it back up. You can't make very large breads, flat breads. Ring Gamliel says here, the same Ring Gamliel that's machmer like in three things. In my father's house. I already forgot who he was, but it's in this chart. In Rabbi Shimon Ben Gamliel's house, we didn't ever bake heavy breads, only the easy stuff, the flat stuff, the pitas. So they told him, what are we going to do with them? In other words, don't bring any proof like your father. Because your father had special chumras. He's a very big machmar himself. But for others, they let them do the simple, the, 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 the larger breads, and that wasn't a problem. Says the Gemara. Two minutes. What's going on here? Is there an Eruv or no Eruv? Why can't you do Atmana on Yantif? For Shabbos. Is there an Erev Tavshil which allows you to do this stuff or not? If there is one, my time is why do they say it's Asr? If there's no Erev Tavshil, why is it allowed? So we're going to see a few roots Today, only in this one. No, there's no Erev Tavshil. However, there's a special Heter, He's, he doesn't have an Erev Tavshil, so he's going to die? So we allow you to do the beer minimum. And there's a small amount of water, so you can have his coffee or whatever. To, 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 he shouldn't die. We allow him to take a little bit. He's allowed the beer minimum. One roll. And one little soup. And a little candle. By the way, it means he himself can do it, not Loi, who's doing it for him. His, his wife will do it. You're allowed to even a small little herring. 
Oh, here it is. This is what we're looking for. He's allowed to get one little cup worth of water, a little jug. So that's why it's talking about there's no Erev Tavshilim, but according to Rabbi, you're allowed to do all these things even without Erev Tavshilim. Rabbi said tomorrow, again, in case Dalim doesn't remember the schedule. We're davening over here next door at 8.30. You can daven wherever you want. You can daven Vesikin. You can daven in a different minion at 8.30. You can daven at 9 o'clock. I'm davening over here at 8.30. And there's a minion right here at a quarter to 7 if you want to go on a Chalamoy trip, a 25-minute Chalamoy trip before breakfast. Then, at 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock, we're going to our house over there, whatever davening's over, might be 5 to 10. We're going to this breakfast. And then 10.30ish, maybe even earlier, we'll start to share. Okay? But it's about 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock, come there for breakfast. Have a wonderful Moyed Rabbi Isai.